Hey, Gabby. Hey, Sophie. We should start a podcast. Oh, my God. We should start a podcast! Welcome back. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, Gibby? I'm good. How you doing? Good. I was going to say, I, I've, I've kind of been running out of shows to watch lately. I've just been, like, re-watching old stuff. I'm re-watching Bones for the bajillionth time. I'm doing show. my Lord of the Rings binge. Yeah. I watched the first two Hobbit movies, and then I said, I'm not ready to watch the third one. <laughs> valid. So, so, so valid. I want to watch Yellow Jackets. What is Yellow Jackets? I don't really know. It's Christina Ricci and Mr. Mr. Elijah Wood. Oh, and it's maybe about woman serial killer, but like just woman badass in general. I don't really know. It just seems super dope. But I want to. I want to watch it, and I'll and I'll update you. Oh, I have totally seen TikToks of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It seems interesting. I'm kind of. I'm kind of. I want to check it out. I want to check it out. But I think I'm gonna watch all of Bones again first. Smart. What is somewhere you want to travel to? Somewhere I want to travel to, uh, Greece. I want to go back to Iceland. I want to. I want to go to Thailand. Yeah. Um, anywhere like around Greece? Any other countries around Greece you want to travel to? Italy? Yo, that's. <laughs> hey yo, Whoa. Italy! Is that crazy or that's what? That's so funny because my story takes place in Italy. Oh my god, Italy! The the land of the pizza. Yeah, like I want to go to Italy because I I'm in I've apparently am now minoring in Greek and Roman studies. <laughs> I want to go to Italy. I have two two buddies from high school who live in Italy, and I really like sending them very atrocious Italian memes about just like the worst kind of pizza and spaghetti you could imagine. Oh my god! It's my favorite thing. Well, we'll just like jump right into my story. We'll just dive right this into it today, is, guys. Like, pretty interesting. It's a little spooky. I've been getting teasers all day. I don't yeah. know what it's about though, so I'm I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. This story I found in a book called Mysterious Cases of Survival by L. R. Bennett. <gasps> I love a good survival story. I know. So it's it's a collection of like true story survival accounts kind of thing. Okay, yeah. So it was like a very interesting read. I kind of flipped through it and I was like, Ooh through it as in like looked at the pdf online <laughs> because meh. anyways so my story takes place off the coast of italy in 1987 1987 the well, roaring 80s yeah what was happening in 1987 in 1987 um uh 1987 italy disco no yeah that's the 80s no that's the 70s i think Ooh, black monday what is that um stock markets uh long fought iraq iran war had reached a deadly stalemate the stock markets crashed okay and american politicians were gearing up the 1988 presidential race Ooh, yeah <laughs> very exciting <laughs> so some real crazy stuff you guys yeah Alrighty, so newlyweds. Also, by the way, all lot, all of these names are italian so <laughs> so i love how you always pick just like like I, I know. Just you're always like there's just you know what, I feel like we should just like do like one full full for the whole podcast. We speak English. Stephen <laughs> Smith from <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> we we speak English. We'll we'll butcher some names, some places. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll look so, at the pronunciations. We'll probably suck. Sorry, go. Newlyweds. Daniel Tavalacci, right? C C I would be like Chi, right? Yes. Yeah. Tavalacci and Sophia Tavalacci. 
newlyweds. Davidacci. Uh, decided to go on a week-long trip as a celebration for Daniel getting a promotion in his work in the Navy. Aw, it's cute. So with the money they saved up over the years, they planned to head out from where they lived in Scaglia. <laughs> what? Skag- oh. Skaglia. Skaglia? Skaglia. 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 Uh, where it's it's a like city in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> it would take a six-hour train ride up the coast to Porto Ericole. <laughs> I've heard it's beautiful there. <laughs> where, I don't know where. <laughs> no, I was like looking at maps. I'm like, what am I? Where? where? <laughs> um, so yeah, they would take they would dra- they would take a train up there where they would rent a boat and drive to the Archipelago Toscano. Which was like 20 miles, 20 kilometers from the port of Ericole. Okay. So they left May 23rd of 1987, took a train, took the train. The train. Oh. And stayed the night in a, a modest hotel, is what they called it. Okay. In Ericole. A cute little, cute little bed and breakfast. When morning came, the boat rental people that they were renting the boat from told them that bad weather was coming and they should stay on dry land. Uh, I just immediately, you know what, if people whose whole life is spent, you know, doing something like boats outside and they go, hey, you should, you should not do this. I'm gonna listen. Well, yeah. So Daniel, he didn't really care for what they said. He like had this set time off. And since he worked in the Navy, they probably wouldn't get another like whole week off. Yeah. And he works in the Navy. So he's like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. So with some work convincing his wife, Sophia. They rented the boat and they headed out to sea. Uh, these boats being like sailboats, they're not fast. So this 20 kilometer voyage kind of took a little while. Yeah, yeah. But they were okay with it. They're on vacation. They're like sitting on the boat, looking at the sea. Drinking some Aperol spritz. Yeah. However, about an hour into it, the skies start to turn dark. Ruh-roh. A tropical cyclone hits the southern oh, coast of no. Italy, May 24th, 1987. <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> Mainland experienced heavy winds and rains, but on the ocean, massive swells, blinding rains, and unpredictable winds caused Daniel and Sophia to lose course. Oh. So they, they could see where they're going from the port, but then the storm hits and they can't see past, like, the end of their boat. If they can see the end of their boat. Yeah. So they decide to just like hunker down in the boat, try to wait out the storm while the boat nearly capsizes multiple times. That's so, yo, the ocean's scary. Scary. Water's scary. Now, finally, the storm kind of calms down a bit. The rain kind of eases up and they can spot land only like a kilometer away or so. Okay, slay. So they head for it. And about 25 long minutes later, they reach it. I'd like jump off that boat and start kissing the ground (laughs) like they do in the movies. Just So they've reached an island. They they risk pulling the boat close enough to shore to tie it to a nearby tree because it's still storming. Yeah, it's not nice weather. And they don't want to lose the boat. It's not boating weather. They don't know where they are. God. So from the initial look of it, it was just a small island surrounded by rocky beaches and beautiful lush green forests. Well, a forest. It's small. There's one forest. <laughs> it's, it's just a forest. In other conditions, it would have been a beautiful spot. But as of right now, they were lost. They were wet. They were cold. God knows where they are. Probably didn't have a lot of food on them. But then the storm starts to pick up again. So they head into land to find shelter. It seems that there's no one on this island. Just like, just a standard deserted tropical island. (laughs) By this time, they assume that 
dusk is falling, but it's hard to tell since it's just generally dark outside due to the storm. It's just stormy weather. Yeah. So they salvage what they can from the boat. They get a canvas tarp, some food, some water, some rope, some matches, and then their bags from the trip that they were going to go on. Daniel is able to fasten together a makeshift tent a few yards into the forest away from the beach. Yeah, because you know, coming in ocean <laughs> with the tarp and the rope, using the boat's sail temporarily as a bottom to this little makeshift tent to try and stay dry enough. <laughs> and then they would use their bags as pillows, and then just like wear however many clothes they need to. Mm-hmm. So while Daniel is making this tent, Sophia prepares quote unquote dinner, which is composed of some nuts, fruit. Dried lamb and water. Ooh, dried lamb. Yeah. Really killing it in the 1987s. Ooh, yeah. Eating, eating the finest food. Some pizza. The finest flavors. <laughs> so they sit under this tent as they eat, and they just kind of talk about their plans to get either to their original destination or to get back to port. Daniel's not particularly in a bad mood. Just saying that it's some unforeseen obstacle that they have to face in the morning. He's like, this is fine. <laughs> this is for future us to deal with. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. Like, like we still have each other. We have the boat. We have shelter. We have food. It'll be okay. We're chilling. We're chilling. So while this might not be where they predicted they were going to be at this time, they settle in for the first night of their lovely getaway. Oh, no. I mean, they have a private little island. Exactly. Like, take the storm out of context. Like, this would be lovely. Yeah. At some point in the night, Sophia is awoken. She doesn't recall exactly what woke her up, but she remembers feeling very uneasy. And not because they were lost and wet, but something just felt off. She felt like they weren't exactly alone on this island. Oh no. She sits up for a bit, just kind of like thinking about the day that they've just had. And she kind of lays back down, falls back asleep. Probably just like, oh, it's the adrenaline, it's whatever. It's just like strange place. Like, I'm in a different place. It's fine. A bit later, she's awoken again, but this time to a sound. Over the pitter-patter of the rain. She, well, it's not really pitter-patter. It's kind of like like torrential downpour. (laughs) She hears branches breaking. There's something large walking through the bush towards the trees. (laughs) She grabs a hold of Daniel, shaking him, trying to wake him, but he is out cold. I will say, my brain immediately just went Wendigo. Yeah, so she's laying there as her brain just rattles off all of the horrid creatures <laughs> yeah. it could be. Yep. Like, oh, it could be, I don't know, like, Bigfoot, or it could be a murderer. Like, maybe there's, like, some hermit on this island that's gonna, and like, like, kill like, mad them. chupacabra. Then there's a loud splash, and then silence, besides the rain. And the waves crashing against the rocks. <laughs> and the wind. A.K.A. like nothing out of the ordinary sound. Yeah. <laughs> just storm sounds. So she continues to just lay there, staring up at the tarp, just thinking. But sleep slowly takes her again. Early in the morning, Daniel now wakes because their makeshift tent has collapsed. <laughs> the rope had fallen off the tree somehow and caused the canvas tarp to be laying partially on him, water just drenching <laughs> his legs. Oh, no. So he sits up, taking in the morning air. It's still raining, but, like, not as heavily. And you can kind of see the sun peeking out through the clouds. Okay. So little ray of hope, little ray yeah, of sunshine. Yeah, things aren't looking too bad. He lets Sophia keep sleeping as he works to fix the tarp mishap. When he goes to collect the fallen rope, he sees that it hadn't just slipped off. It had been cut. He doesn't really think too much on it. What? What? I'd be very concerned. He just kind of goes, huh, okay. And then he just ties it back up, puts the tarp back on the tree. 
So does he like just have like no survival instincts? I don't know. I think he's just like super optimistic. Yeah, That's he's a like very chill yeah. guy. He's like, you know what? It's chill. Like we, it, it's not that bad. We still have each other. It's like a beaver chewed through it. We're fine. Exactly, a beaver in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you heard me. You heard me. With that out of the way, he heads back up to the beach to try and get his bearings, figure out where they are. Yep, yep. The rain had eased up along with the wind, but his heart sinks when he gets to the boat. During the night, it must have been bashed against some rocks underwater (gasps) that now sat half on land with a large hole in the hull. Ooh. Absolutely unusable. That's, yeah, um, that's not, no. The rain was still casting like a rain shadow so he couldn't really see anything any land in the horizon he couldn't see very far yeah so he goes back to the tent wakes up sophia and lets her know the bad news that they might be stuck here for a little bit longer hey honey so we're like kind of stranded haha he 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 maybe we should have listened to those guys who told us (laughs) not to go out but it's okay so here they are on one of the many islands off the coast of Italy with no way to get anywhere. Yeah, one of the many islands. There's a lot of islands off the coast of Italy. There's a lot of islands off the coast of A lot of, of archipelagos. Italy. Now, they did have a flare gun in the boat, but Sophia thought it might be best to save it until the rains and the skies clear for better chances of someone seeing it. Yeah, you know what? Which, I'm, I'm on her side for this. She, oh, yeah. She seems like the, the, the smart one, a little more aware of the situation they're in. So they decided to, while they had the time... Bang it out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they decided to take a look around the island that they found themselves on randomly. Okay, yeah. Had to get a lay of the land. A little, little touristy action. Yeah, so at no point were Daniel or Sophia, at this point, afraid that they were going to die. Yeah. Like, they were like, yeah, this is, like, pretty unfortunate, but we weren't in the water for that long. Like, we couldn't be too far away from land. Like, it'll be fine once the storm ends. People will be looking for us. They we'll rented the boat the for flare. five days. If they haven't returned on the fifth day, it'll probably raise some alarms and the yeah. search party will go out. Like, it's fine. We'll just have to, like, chill here for five days. We got fruit. We got nuts. We got water. It's fine. Got dried lamb. We'll, yeah. We're chilling. We're chilling. We'll find something on the island. So, hand in hand, Daniel and Sophia walk along the beach that surrounds the island. It's kind of cute. I know. <laughs> That's kind of cute. It's still, like, raining, so they are getting soaked, but it's Italy. They're having a little it's notebook moment. They're not freezing. It's a tropical storm. Like, it's yeah, still pretty warm out. The walk circumnavigating the island only took about 35 minutes. The whole island? <laughs> yeah. It's a small island. It's a small island. island. Okay. Most, it's mostly surrounded by the rocky beach with the interior of green shrubbery and some small trees, like the ones they use for their shelter. Yeah. They come across a few different species of birds. But no people, no houses, nothing else but birds. Birds. So it looks like they had the place all to themselves. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Totally nice. I totally trust this. <laughs> so as I said, it's still raining. They are soaked. So they decided to go back to the shelter, make some quote-unquote lunch, which consisted of the same stuff they had for dinner. Nuts, berries, and dried lamb. After lunch... Sophia had a nap under the shelter while Daniel tried to scavenge around for something that could help them possibly mend the boat or revamp their shelter. Unfortunately, he did not find any plywood or nails or spare boat parts on the island. (laughs) (laughs) What? I never would have guessed. So he just goes back down to the beach, the boat. Then he's interrupted by Sophia, who walks up to him holding a bottle of champagne meant for their vacation celebrations and a deck of cards. Aww. Yeah, so they settle back in the shelter. 
spend the rest of the day just talking, playing cards, and drinking. You're having a cute little time. Yeah. See, they're, like, just making the best of the situation. Yeah, I mean, honestly, sometimes, like, that's kind of what you have to do, especially, I'm like, and I mean, I'm sure he's trying to not make his wife go into a panic. And yeah, she's, like, and Sophia seems like she's pretty... She seems pretty level-headed. She, like, yeah, they seem to, like... Really like each other, which yeah. make, is good. Like they're they're not at each other's throats. They're they're is... having a good time, you know. They're they're taking the punches as they they're rolling with the punches. There we go. After downing the bottle of champagne, they fall asleep, with hopes that tomorrow the rains will ease up and they will be able to set off the flares. However, this night would be the longest night of their lives. A couple hours into the night, Sophia woke to the sounds of nothing. That's that's so scary. The rain had stopped, and the wind had died. Quite overjoyed at the idea that they could finally fully dry off, she reaches for Daniel to try and shake him awake, but she freezes when she hears the sounds of brush rustling. <gasps> Pretty close by. <gasps> now she is still slightly buzzed from the bottle <laughs> of champagne. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, she's probably a little tipsy still. And since they didn't really have much in their stomachs besides nuts and dried meat, her first thought is like, oh, it's a fisherman. <laughs> that saw our boat stranded here and has come to rescue us. So she calls out to them, and the movement in the brush stops, but oh, no one like responds. It's pretty dark out. The clouds are still blocking most of the moonlight, so she can't really see anything when she lifts the tarp to look around for any sort of intruder. I'd be like, babe, wake up, wake up right now, wake up. I heard something. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Even even just like camping, like at Goldstream when I was a kid with my parents, I'd be like, here's something, and I'd be like, mom, mom, oh, yeah. mom, noise, noise, <laughs> <Yeah>. noise. <laughs> Thinking it might just be a trick of her drunk brain, she lays back down to sleep, but then the movement starts back up again, oh, no. and it's closer this time. Oh, no! Again, she sits up and calls out. Stop and the movement it. stops. She gets the feeling when you can sense someone or something is close by, you know, you can feel the presence of something. So she turns to Daniel, Shaking him. <laughs> wake up, wake up right now. Wake up right now. wakes him up. Sophia tells him that she thinks someone is on the island looking to rescue them. Daniel, still half asleep, tells her that it's probably just birds flying around and rolls back over to sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> kind of mad at her, like his dismissal. Valid. She shakes him again. Valid. But is interrupted by a noise. Something breathing. <gasps> loud and wet. Sniffing Ooh. around. Daniel immediately sits up, looks at her with wide eyes, fully awake now, yeah, yeah. and puts a finger to his mouth, silently telling her not to make a noise. There's more movement. Sounds like something's circling their tent. Oh no. Both Sophia and Daniel count the feeling of their blood running cold, not daring to even breathe. Daniel at the time was trying to think of what animals would live on this island. I know, I'm like running through, because like it wouldn't be a bear. Well, I'll get into it. Whoa. They didn't come across anything on the island, except for birds. There are, like, bears in Italy, Not but this far island. off the mainland? That would be kind of crazy. A wildcat, wild same thing, or possibly something out of their worst nightmare. There's a legend about the archipelago of islands in the Tyranian Sea. A creature that inhabits both land and sea. It sinks ships and then feasts on the stranded. They call it the Feaster of the Night. Depifer Noctis, which is the Latin term for it. In the ocean, it is a long, almost crocodilian slash dolphin kind of creature. What? Long head with razor-sharp teeth that it uses to crush boats. Four large pectoral fins 
along its body and a long serpentine tail. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like that. It's like a snake. On land, the pectoral fins grow into legs and feet with three sharp claws on each. Its body shrinks to the size, from the size of a large boat to a large bear. Its large yellow eyes are perfect for hunting prey underwater and at night. And its nostrils are attuned to the smell of human flesh. Oh no! Legends say that it spends its time laying low on uninhabited islands in the Tyrrhenian Sea until boats sail into its hunting grounds where it strikes, leaving them stranded on the islands for them to hunt down for sport. So, their exact situation right now? <laughs> no! Back to Daniel and Sophia! Pissing themselves in their bed. Clutching each other under their flimsy tent as a large creature circles, sniffing, prowling. Daniel's instincts spring into action. He quietly feels around for the empty bottle of champagne. Sophia, knowing what he is planning to do, and not liking the idea of annoying this beast, grabs him, shaking her head. Yeah. But Daniel will not stand for it, and he grabs the bottle and he hurls it through the gap in the tarp into the darkness. They hear it hit something solid, <gasps> something wet, and the beast releases a sound, like a startled breath, before they hear it walk away towards the beach. So he hit it. He hit it. Sophia, silently scolding Daniel as they sit there in the silence, in darkness. Sorry, I just... I just picture, because, like, Italians in their hand gestures. I can just picture being like... <laughs> I did the clapping for, like, sound effects, but, like, she's being silent. They sit there in the silence in the darkness until the wrestling stops. They hear the ear-piercing squeal of claws against wood, and then a loud splash, and then nothing. They Not wait sleeping. for many more minutes in the darkness and the silence, making sure it's gone. Before Daniel, again to Sophia's disapproval, gets up and leaves the tent. Just leaves her there? Walking to the beach. Well, like, he so, goes to the beach where, like, they heard the thing. Yeah. Um, I have a, so they're on, like, they had, like, a sailboat, right? Mm-hmm. Does the sailboat have, like, an under part? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they sleep in there? Well, they didn't want, because it was, like, in the water still. Yeah, no, I guess. Also, like, land. It's the waves are going cray cray. Yeah, land yeah. is solid. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. no, the, the storm negates because I was like, you know, you feel more like safe and sheltered by the storm. Yeah. So Daniel gets up, leaves the tent, walks to the beach. Sophia, though not happy about it, follows. She finds Daniel standing there on the beach, looking out to sea. The moonlight is now peeking out through the clouds, lighting up the night, but they can't see anything besides water. I'm, like, trying to think, like, what creature could this be? And I don't know. I know. They both agree that that was super weird, super scary, and they don't really want to spend another moment on this island. Valid. So Daniel goes to retrieve the flare gun, and they fire it off into the night. They stay on the beach, hoping that their presence will deter whatever that thing was to not come back onto the beach. So they bring all their things down and just sit by the water. Sophia eventually nods off, but Daniel is wide awake, not wanting to shut his eyes even for a second. The legend of the Dapifir Noctis going around in his head over and over and over again as he's trying to think of anything else it could possibly be. So then he stands up and he just starts pacing until daylight. The storm had passed that evening, as they witnessed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they both sat on the beach and watched the sunrise peek out over land. Sure, it was gorgeous. Yeah. They were also probably a little scared for their lives. Now that it was clear, they could see that they weren't actually that far from the mainland. They could see it 
in the distance. Slay. Along with a larger island to their left, which they assumed was probably where they were trying to go. Okay. But the storm kind of made them overshoot that by a little bit. Just a little bit. They also saw boats. Ooh. Fishing boats, probably, moving around in the distance. So Daniel fired another flare. And within an hour, a fisherman drove over. And they were found. Hell yeah. They didn't talk about what they had experienced that night, just that the storm had caused them to shipwreck here and that they were okay. They were like, we don't want these people to think we're crazy. Um, (laughs) As Sophia hops onto the fisherman's boat, thanking him profusely, Daniel goes over to their rented boat to make sure they grabbed everything. And it is then that he sees something that makes his blood run cold again. That proves to him that last night wasn't just some drunken fever dream. Along the sides of the hull were three long cut marks. Claw marks. Oh my god. Straight out of a horror movie. So, what do you think it is? That's it? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think it could be? Okay, wait. Okay, before you say that. So, I did some research into, like, what large animals live in Italy. Yeah. Because I was like, Ayo, what? What is it? So there is, like, a subspecies of gray wolf, the Apennine wolf, which live in the Apennine Mountains and Western Alps. There's the Eurasian lynx, which is the largest lynx species. And there's the Marsican bear, which is a brown bear subspecies that inhabits the central Apennine Mountains. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's wolves, there's lynx, there's bears, but... This mountain range that they all live in is, like, not that close to the southern part of Italy. Yeah. But it's possible that, like, one, one. of them just, like, migrated down kind well, of, like, Decaia. Because water and... Because they, they didn't see anything on when the land, when they, like, the island, when they were, like, walking around. Yeah. So, like... There's also... There's, there's like, islands not, like, super nearby, but there's, like... For an animal, it's, like, a swimmable distance. Okay. So, I think... I think wolf is like an option yeah bear i'm feeling less of i don't know just the vibes mm, yeah like could it be some kind of crocodile or alligator i don't think there's I, like, saltwater crocs in like i don't think so either but like i don't know it kind of seems to match there's sharks and dolphins but no crocodiles yeah so neither a shark nor a dolphin is going to come up on, on, yeah. on land <laughs> land shark somebody's pet tiger got loose <laughs> yeah maybe it's like a pet yeah that... some kind of like pet that escaped yeah or maybe it was the death of fear noctis the death of fear noctis the feaster of the night because i'm like trying to think of like big water animals and there's that like come on land and there's just i know like there was multiple times i was reading this story and i like, kept like flipping to be like this is real right like i'm like this is a for real story this is, it like, is what like what do people fear what do people think it is pretty much anything like people have said bears people have said wolves people have said lynx like but no one it's unexplainable that's so frustrating to me yeah i know um just a really curious octopus who ended up (laughs) finding three knives and scraped them like a claw against the side sure i don't even like how how big how big are these lynxes uh they are 28 to 51 inches Okay, so I'm gonna need more than that. <laughs> About forty to eighty pounds. They're not big creatures. They're not big. Can I see? Let me see a picture. Look how cute they are, though. Come on, like a little speckle guy. No, lynxes are like real small. Yeah, that's like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like they're the size of like a mid-sized dog. 
What could it be? Maybe it was the the creature. Yeah. Because we know, like, Italy's full of some pretty bizarre mythology. Maybe it's all true. Maybe it's all true. But yeah, I guess we'll never know. Because this was 1987 and no one... Okay, also, I will say, because it was 1987, I feel like that lends credence to my escaped animal. Yeah. Rich yeah. people in Italy yeah. probably were buying weird shit. Yeah. Weird animals. Escaped lion. Escaped panther. Escaped crocodile. But, like, the swimming. I don't know. I know. This, oh, see, this my is, God. I literally read this, and I was like, I'm going to piss off Gabby and do this. No, story. literally. I'm, like, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. Because, like, what is it? I don't know. Send your theories, guys. What you Send think your theories. Be. But right now, we're going to do some trivia about the Marsican brown bear. Giant hermit crab. Marsican brown bear. So, I'll do three facts. One of them's a lie. Okay. Two of them are true. The Marsican brown bear are the most critically endangered bear species. Marsican brown bears are the smallest of the brown bear species because they're a subspecies. Yeah. And this entire story was a lie. <laughs> you just you just came up with it in your brain. Are you for real? <laughs> Fucking. You were right about the gaslight. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> Rage quitting this podcast. Are you fucking for real? <laughs> oh my god. You bitch. I was like sitting there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So is the creature even like Google like is I couldn't create the creature? I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. That was brilliantly done. I hate you though. <laughs> it wow. was idea. That's really good. Um, I hate your guts, Isabel. What the fuck? Why would you gaslight me like that? What? I'm sitting here like puzzling. I'm like, what could it be? Giant orangutan? Like, I don't know. You bitch. No, but I came up there all of my own. I'm like, I'm so smart. That was good. That was really good. Thank you. That was really good, actually. <laughs> I I didn't even cross my mind that that was made up. That's fucked. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so holy good shit. Right no, that was good. I'm I'm impressed. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! That'd be so scary if it was real, though. Yeah. No, I was like, what could it be? Like, what on land in water? No, I did like so much research though, trying to like figure out the geography of Italy so I could create this. <laughs> I was so like invested in this. Oh my god! What if I just like no, it's actually true. No, it's <laughs> August <Honestly>. fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I don't even like what the fuck. <laughs> That's why I did why you have your phone on you because I didn't want you to Google any of this because none of it's true. Oh my god. Oh my god! That was good. You, I'm, I, I've been got. I got gotted. Please still be my friend. <laughs> oh my, that was good. That was good. We got to come up with like a real like mysterious, mysterious like. What if all of our episodes have just been a lie up until now? <laughs> yeah, actually, lol. We've just been pranking all of yeah, you. Yeah, we created the Google pages. Lizzie Borden does not exist. <laughs> Takea was actually a cat. <laughs> Jeremy. Was a dude. 
who could fly. Yeah, he was just like Icarus 2.0. <laughs> that was that was fucking good. That was really good. Okay. I like. I hope you enjoyed my story. I like thoroughly believe that this was like something that took. No, place. as I was like, rereading it, I was actually be like, I was like, oh no, for, yeah, like like like, <laughs> the, like the food, like the oh shit, like the boat. That was good. That was good. That's why I had dried lamb. I was like, what did they eat in 1987? Yeah, I was like, dried lamb. I'd try that. <laughs> like <laughs> yum. Because there's like sheep in Italy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sheep. They're everywhere. Well, hope you guys enjoyed. That was good. That was really good. Uh, honestly, props to you. I'm not even mad. That was really fucking good. You let, got me. Let that me was... know if I got you guys. And stay tuned for Gabby to probably take her revenge on me. <laughs> and this is your this is your karma for killing me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Damn. she lives. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. This is this is like the beginning of our like prank war podcast edition. <laughs> Just like once a month, one of like, one of our stories, it's just a lie. It's just fucking made up. We have to guess which one it is. <laughs> we just become terrible humans. Oh my god, the gaslighting. The gaslighting. I'm like shooketh. That was good. That was fucking good. I'm impressed. I know. I'm really proud of myself for like not laughing, but I was actually believing the story. No, you saying. like your delivery and everything was just like, oh shit. I was scared is- I was making it too descriptive. I was like the pitter-patter of rain. I'm like, would this act? But I'm like, it was from a book. The book doesn't exist, by the way. If you try to find she it. She was before the podcast, but even before we were driving and she was like, oh yeah, like I got my story from a book. Like it was really <laughs> interesting. I'm really excited. Book called This Brain. <laughs> book called Fuck You. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm like, actually. like, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. See, and I thought that like, since it's like, hard to pronounce names, it would be even more believable. No, you, like, because Italian, I was like, like, the first names were a little bit like, okay, like, yeah, Sophia and, what was it, David? Da- Daniel. Daniel, well, like. if I did, like, I don't know. But it was like, I was also like, oh, it's like the 80s, you know, like, whatever. Like, the one, I think one thing got me, you said newlyweds. Yeah. But you were like, oh, they spent, like, years saving up money. But I was like, oh, they've probably been together for years and, like, they're very in love, like, whatever. Yeah. Huh? I was just, I was going to ask you about it because I was like, wait, but they're newlyweds. But then I was like, oh, people can be in relationships yeah. rather than being married. <sighs> no, you got me. At no point in that story was I like, is this fake? That was good. That was really good. Holy shit. <laughs> you just like created a whole new like mythical beast. You I know. Just, oh my God. Create a Wikipedia page. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I cut all of that yeah, out. We're just cutting all of this and just gaslighting <laughs> the audience. I'm gonna be really well. Rate, wow. review, subscribe. Wow! Thank you, Sophie. Let that me was... know if you want more of that. Yeah, that was ten out of ten. Honestly, damn. Thank you for listening, you guys. I'm gonna need to go like sit and like contemplate. Think about my. Life. I'm like trying to like come up with my revenge. Oh god. Thank you. Love bye, you guys. Bye, wieners.